So one of our gentlemen here in Holy Family has uh, an absolute gift of, uh, whenever we're teaching deep theological concepts uh, of, uh, in, in the Catechism or Sacred Scripture, he can always tie it back to, to McDonald's. Right? And just whatever, whatever we're talking about, hypostatic union. So it's like burger and fries like. Well, I suppose. <laughs> Uh, so you'll, 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 you'll pardon my profane um, comparison today, but uh, whenever we go to McDonald's, whenever we go to any restaurant, for that matter, um, you have to do what's known as deciding, right? Which means you look at the menu and you decide what you want. Now, you may want everything on the menu. I often have that temptation. But as you know, gentlemen, you can't actually physically eat everything on the menu. Like last night, uh, we had a little event here yesterday, and someone gave us a wee donation, so we went out and we got some absolutely ginormous Apache pizzas, and I came in, I was starving, and I thought, I, I will actually, I will actually eat the whole thing on my own. And once I got through about four slices, I was like, that, that, I'm tapping out, I'm, I'm done, that's, uh, that's, all, that's all I can manage, because beautiful, lovely, anyway, really nice pizza. Um, but the point is, the point is, uh, when, when you have any sort of a, uh, a, a choice like that, you have to do what's known as deciding. Now, interestingly, um, we all love the word etymology, right? The, 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 the words behind the meaning of decide is like inside, incisive, right? Incision, it means to cut. So decide means to cut off. If I have to decide, interestingly, it means there are certain things now that I, I can't do or can't have because I've now decided for something. I've decided for a certain route, which means now I, I, I can't go down that route because I've already decided. It's, very, very, it's, a very, it's a common thing. For example, in marriage, when one decides to marry another person, hopefully they're okay with the idea, uh, you have now implicitly decided that the other 3.5-ish 3, 3 billion women you can't have. And that's, that's kind of, that's important to know as well, that when one decides for one thing, implicitly you're saying, these other things I won't have. And that's, 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 that, that's healthy, especially today, I think that that's a real problem for young people, because when they decide something, that they're scared to death that by deciding for one thing they can't have all these other things. So it just makes decision-making just really difficult or close to nigh on impossible unless the decision is kind of made for them. The time expires and now you can't have those things anyway because, you know, McDonald's has just closed. Oh, oh, well, cause I was actually, I'm still hungry. Well, sometimes you have to decide, when, you know, like sometimes you have to decide something or, or the time runs out. Okay, why am I saying all this? I don't know. <laughs> why am I saying all this? Because when it comes to what we read today, in scripture, it's, just, it's such a, a profound image. You've got Elijah who meets this, this, this lady who is, she's in a bad way, okay? She has enough for one meal. She's going to bake herself and her son a scone. And then she said, and then I'm going to die. That's it. Like things are, we've got nothing, nothing. So we'll, we'll use the little we have. We're going to eat it. We're going to use this, this, this jar of meal and, and, and drop of oil. And, uh, and that's it. That's it then. Then there's nothing does just nothing for us. We're going to die. And Elijah asks something fairly demanding, considering the circumstances. Make a scone for me first, <laughs> right? 
with what you have, the little that you have, make a scone for me first, and I guarantee you, the Lord says, jar of meal will not be spent, and jar of oil will not run out. Do what the Lord asks. Decide to do what God asks of you, and you will lack nothing. Now, it just takes, it takes phenomenal faith to, to believe that what Elijah says is true. Because maybe she did or didn't know him. Maybe, maybe she'd heard about some of the things that he had done. Maybe not. But even, even, even if she had, even if he was the, world, the world's most famous prophet and stroke for their day, miracle worker, magician, uh, entertainer, they would have found it really inter interesting and entertaining, I suppose, to watch the prophets doing their thing. But now when it's brass tacks, when it's back down to me, and now I have to decide to do something which is going to cost me. But I'm doing something out of, out of faith. So it's this, it's this step, I don't see where it's going to, I don't know how it's going to work out. I don't see where it's going to actually bring me. But God has asked me to do something in faith. The step out in faith, will I decide to do it? And that's, <coughs> that's hard. Especially in her case, when there's no safety net. There's no safety. Like, it's easy to step out, you know, like the, the, the generosity of the rich. You know, it's easy if, as a rich person to give 100 euro and make sure that the local newspaper sees you handing over the check to the beneficiary and take plenty of photos. That's, that's easy. That's, that's, that doesn't cost you anything. If that's the only 100 euro you have and you decide to give it to a family that's in even greater need, no one's going to see it. You don't actually have, you're not compelled to do it. You don't have to do it. Morally, you know you should. You could decide for this, but it might cost you something. So do you do it? In today's modern world, when it comes to faith, we like a version of the faith where we can do everything that we choose to do. And we like a version of the faith that confirms us and affirms us in whatever we choose to do. It's much more difficult to follow a faith that already has a creed and already has a moral code and actually has standards and expectations not set by me. Not set by me, but set by God. So now if I adhere to this faith, I actually have to give away something. I have to give away a certain amount of freedom. I have to give away a certain amount of autonomy. I have to give away a, a certain amount of my own will. And this will cost me. Especially giving away your own will, giving away money and those kind of things that you'll manage. If, uh, you know, our church requires us to fast two times a year. A year. Do you know how many days there are in the year? Lots, right? Okay, it's not even 1% of, of the days a year that we have to fast. Okay, so that's, that's not really a problem. We, we were asked to tithe to the church and all that, but then, again, if, I say if you don't, you can still receive the sacraments. No one's going to kick you out. No one's going to check the, the books before you come in and say, well, the Ryan's. Two euro fifty last year? You kidding me? Head down to Bali. <laughs> you know, no one does that. <clears throat> so <clears throat> we get everything we need and want from the church for free, if you want it. But what the Lord asks of us then is, is our will. Sometimes like our will, my will. I want to do something <clears throat> which I know isn't good, isn't ideal, isn't the best, or there's something better, there's someone who needs something more. And that could be anything from my children need my time more than I need my sleep. 
someone needs money more than I do. Someone needs time more than I need my time off. You know, it can be all sorts of things. But basically, I'm asked, it comes down to the same thing. I'm asked to decide, to decide to give. And in deciding, I'm cutting something off. I apparently lose something if I decide for something else. And so when, when, when the Lord asks us to walk with him, he will ask us to decide to make decisions for good, to make decisions that, that, that draw us towards him. And that means that there are other paths that we will not go. But where is the path that he's drawing us on? Where is this this path that that he calls us to? Where does it lead? It leads to the fulfillment of all desire. When we we step back, if we could just step back, if we were able to step back from our lives just for a second and just look at at the trajectory and the ups and downs, and you could see it on a graph, a lady, a girl, a friend of mine, uh, she sent me, there was a pause there between girl and friend. Uh, <coughs> uh, a friend of mine um, sent me uh, one of those meme things of, of uh, what was it? My, my, a map of my mental health recovery, right? No, there was, there was two pictures. Uh, my expectation of mental health recovery, slope. My actual mental health recovery, and it, it eventually did end up higher than it started, but like it was, and that's, I would imagine, a lot of our, our journeys and our faith lives and that kind of thing as well. It's, it's, it, w- it would be nice to think it's just a gentle uh, slope, but I think it's, it's, it's slightly more nuanced and complicated than that. But ultimately, if we're able to step back and look at the, the, the trajectory of our lives, the things that we've been asked to cut off, they weren't for us anyway. They wouldn't have brought us fulfillment or satisfaction anyway. But the the, the road that we're on, the road that he calls us to, this leads to ultimate happiness, satisfaction in our marriage, in our vocations, in our priesthood, whatever it may be. His plan works. His plan works. Uh, One of my uh, favorite uh, Bible passages is from Proverbs. And... uh, It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Trust in what the Lord is calling you to. Don't wait until you understand what he's calling you to. Lean not on your own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. So whatever that is in our own lives, whatever the Lord is calling us to to, to decide and to do, and that could be something as simple as, you know, I'm going to pray every evening. Well, that means then I can't watch TV. True, you can't do both. So what do we decide for? What do I decide to cut out in order to, to gain something else? And this something else that I gain, where is it bringing me? It's bringing me towards heaven, where McDonald's never shuts. <laughs> and so we ask the good Lord today, to guide us on this, this, this road towards him, this road towards ultimate satisfaction and fulfillment, this road towards heaven. And Lord, that when we look back at the things that we have cut out of our lives, maybe we never think, hmm, could have been different, or it could have been, I could have, I should have, I could have, would have, should have. Lord, may we look at our lives grateful for what you have called us to do 
and what we've been able to accomplish through your grace. Amen. So dear brothers and sisters, thank you so much for joining us for uh, this homily via YouTube, via our live stream, or via the various podcasts. Uh, thank you so much for, for being part of our extended family, uh, wherever you may be. Uh, if these have helped you in some way, if they have they've blessed you, if they've helped you uh, in your faith in some way, in order to uh, facilitate our mission and, and, and encourage our mission, allow our mission to continue, uh, you might consider uh, maybe donating towards a holy family mission, towards our formation of our young people here in uh, a place near Clonmel uh, in County Tipperary in, in Ireland. So if you wish, you can do so through our website, holyfamilymission.ie, and there's a donate tab there, and we greatly appreciate any help that you can give us. Obviously, we'd be delighted for your prayers as well. Please do pray for us. Uh, this is not just <coughs> a battle against flesh and blood but also obviously we're engaged in a whole spiritual battle here as well so we need your help uh, on the spiritual front as well as on the material front in order to to allow our mission to continue so thank you so much for your for your generosity and for your support and be assured of our prayers especially on wednesday when we offer our mass and our prayers for all of our friends and benefactors so god bless you and we'll hopefully see you or hear you uh, on a future podcast or homily god bless <laughs>